Do you like fantasy football and sports betting? Come join us here at the Parlay Fantasy Football Podcast, where hosts Matt, Shane, and Jason talk about fantasy players, lineups, and sports betting to help you compete and win championships. And of course, some extra cash. Let's jump right into the show. Yo, yo, we are back, back in studio for another episode of the Parlay Fantasy Football Podcast. Matt, Shane, and Jason with you guys tonight. Jason is a little bit under the weather, but he is pushing through for us tonight. Shane is currently hugging his baby, and I love seeing that. But guys, we are here. We are finally here. It is the AFC Championship and the NFC Championship week. How we how we doing tonight, boys? How we feeling? I am feeling mighty fine. You know, it is a good day to wear the uh, red and gold. Um, although I'm not currently wearing that, so it feels weird to say. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's another it's another year where the Chiefs are in the conference championship. So, shocker. Um, and excited to watch the football this weekend. It's going to be a great matchup. Unfortunately, the Ravens didn't drop the ball last week, um, which is but I kind of was hoping for. I was really wanting to talk shit to Jason. I was hoping that I was wrong and that Houston would absolutely crush them. Um, but yeah, well, it's not the story. So <sighs> yeah, here we are. Yeah, it's Michael Jordan flu game season for me. The boy is uh, kind of under under the weather. But yeah, um, I'm a realist, Shane. So. I was not totally expecting the Texans to even be close in that game, and I was just glad that it was a tie game at half. Then it got away from us. But, hey, we got more football on this weekend. We had a great season, so can't wait for uh, these matchups. Yeah, man, like for sure. You know, for the Texans to get to even where they were was a shock, I think, to everybody. And they put themselves on the map. They have a pretty good squad, good coaching staff. Uh, So you love to see those kinds of things, so. Um, remember guys, if you guys want to follow us on any of our socials, you can find Shane at Shane Parlay FF, Jason at Jason Parlay FF and myself at Matt underscore Parlay FF on the old X machine and go hit us up, man, on Twitter. It's at the Parlay pod and same thing on X, same thing. Ask us any questions you guys want. We're here to help you guys out next, next year. We got some really cool things coming your guys' way, including video, because I know y'all want to see our pretty little faces while we sit here and talk about football. Okay, we love it. So that being said, head on over to all the podcast platforms. Give us a follow. Give us a, a subscribe, and leave us a five star review, guys. It really does help out the show. And then on there, you guys can even t- what do you guys want to hear? You guys want to hear some different things? We are game for that. We are here for you, the people, our subscribers. We love y'all so very much. So that being said, guys, let's just jump into it, man. Let's talk. Uh, let's just talk a few minutes about these games, and then we'll jump into the main segment here. So first, we have. The early game, Kansas City Chiefs playing at the Baltimore Ravens. What do we what do we like about this game? What are you expecting? I like the fact the numbers now at three and a half, because Lamar against the spread and over three and a half is uh twenty two and thirty one and covering over three and a half. So that's a positive. Um the Ravens do a lot of really interesting things on defense and 
and it fucked with CJ Stroud. Um, so I don't think that they will be able to have as much success doing that against the Chiefs, who aren't a deep shot, deep threat team. They tend to run uh, advanced complexes with their route trees and kind of have a more dink and dunk like game management approach to the games. So with that, I think that it's going to be a hell of a game. Uh, and I am going to be rooting for the Chiefs, but I don't know if they will pull it off. Jason? Um, yeah, this is kind of a weird game just because I I don't think Kansas City is going to struggle blocking that defensive line like my Texans did last week. And I don't know if they're going to blitz Lamar Jackson like we tried to blitz him almost every play. It's going to be an interesting game. I don't think Lamar's going to be able to push the ball downfield like they want to. They're going to they're going to have to dink and dunk over the middle and have methodical drives all day if they want to score versus this defense. And plus, this is the best defense that they've played. Or this Kansas City is the best defense that they've played in the past month. Yeah, and like, you know, as a Chiefs fan, Shane – I I can understand feeling the butterflies and so on and so forth and just being nervous about this game because Baltimore's a good team. I mean, let's just – they're in the AFC Championship for a reason. They were the first seed for a reason. But part of me is like I kind of agree with Jason. Like I think this defense is good enough to contain Lamar, and I feel like if they can truly contain him, they have a clear path to win this game. I know Baltimore has a good defense – but last week was the best offensive performance that we have seen from the Chiefs all year. And since it's playoff time, chance to go to Super Bowl and repeat, they're going to be fired up. They are going to be oh, fired yeah. up. So The whole city is bleeding red right now. It's I'm crazy. telling you. I'm telling you, man. And it like, it, like I said, I know that Baltimore is a good team, but I just have this sneaky feeling, man, that they're going to be able to contain Lamar and hold him to a, a under – certain amount of rush yards, which we will talk about in a little bit. But, and I feel like if they can do that, they can win this game because I feel Isaiah Pacheco, TK had an awesome week. You know, I, I haven't heard, um, is Rasheed Rice back? Is he back this week? Or I, I know he got a little banged up last week. Um, but if he is healthy and playing, you know, with, with him and, and TK and Isaiah and MVS showed some flash last week, you know, you, you have that hope. You have that hope. So, I mean, I think I think the Chiefs could could pull this game off. I know these two boys are looking to see if Rasheed Rice is fully healthy. Did you find that? Uh, I have not. I know that Isaiah Pacheco has been banged up at practice. Um, okay. I didn't okay. see an update for Rasheed today. Um, in fact, Pacheco actually sat out the past two practices, which is a little scary. Um, could be concerning. A little, a little concerning, but um, – Honestly, I, I think it's more of just, just rest up, rest. Like they, they, yeah, they think that he's he's gonna play no matter what is what the the saying is. So, uh, yeah, I I don't see any updates on Rasheed Rice. I'm assuming that he's as long as he can walk, he's gonna be playing. <laughs> right, right. Um, and they, they need him. They need him. Go ahead. Yeah. Jay. Which storyline? Which storyline do you think the NFL wants uh, for the Super Bowl? Do they want the MVP of the league in there, or? I mean, you mean Do Patrick? they want T Swift? Sorry, you're talking about the reigning MVP? 
No, the MVP of the league this year, Lamar Jackson or T Swift. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the reigning MVP and T Swift. I feel like probably is <laughs> what the NFL would prefer. I could see that. I could and, see that. And you know. The fact that they made the uh, ref choices they did for this game. Yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm. that way. Uh, I, I know I sent you guys it, and I, I believe I retweeted it out on Twitter as well. Um, <laughs> the referee that they chose for the Chiefs-Ravens game is the largest – has the largest discrepancy in away games won by an opposing team. Uh-oh. <laughs> and uh, it's not close. Uh, the average in the NFL is 40%. His is – 60%. Wow. And uh, fun fact, the Niners game is being refed by the largest discrepancy for a home referee. So the Niners, the ref that is refereeing the Niners game, the average NFL home team wins 60% of the time when they're the favorite. His wins 72% of the time as a favorite and covers the, covers the line at a 60% clip. Wow. Fun facts that you get when you dive into, does the NFL actually control the narrative? Hey, you know what I did? And I just remember too, Jay, I, you picked the Ravens and the Niners in the Super Bowl, didn't you? Yep. Oh, you sly son of a bitch. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. They're still in it. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's going to be a, it's going to be a fun game to watch. It really is. So let's, let's jump into the evening game, guys. We got the Detroit Lions traveling to the San Francisco 49ers. Obviously, guys, we have seen the Niners at their best. We've seen them at their worst. We've seen them in the middle. Statistically, this team looks pretty dominant. They've got the weapons in place. Now, Debo Samuel, who knows what what's going to happen with him? Is he going to play? Is he going to be banged up? Even if he does play, he's not going to be at 100%. The Detroit Lions defense is not very good against the pass. Brock Purdy. Guys, he is a, you know, it's funny. I'm just, I I don't have the video in front of me, and obviously I can't show you guys on the video, but um, go and watch Pat McAfee, and he laid out all the stats for all those Brock Purdy haters out there, and it will blow your mind. You would not have thought, you would not think that he was top five in the league in like five different categories for three quarters of the year. I mean, he is playing absolutely fantastic, but, uh. The Lions, man, they have that fire now. They got that roar. They got that roar behind Dan Campbell. And I'm, I'm liking what I'm seeing out of the Lions. So let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about this game. What do you guys like about it? Uh, first off, uh, I found news on Rasheed Rice. He practiced in full on Wednesday. So oh, okay. He's a full go. Sure. Uh, and Debo practiced in limited, was a limited participant today. Yeah. So he will also be playing um, this week. If he doesn't go, though, Brandon Ayuk, man. <laughs> just, just new Cayuke all over because uh, the Detroit Lions have one of the worst pass defenses in the NFL. Yep, um, They allowed the sixth most passing yards per game in the regular season, and they let Baker Mayfield throw for 349 yards. So, yeah, it's going to be rough, and Aiden Hutchinson's going up against Trent Williams. So I'm assuming they're going to try to move Aiden to the other side of the line or, or do something creative with him because if not, they're not going to get any pass pressure. And, you know, the Niners defense is damn good. That's really good. I, I, I can see this. 
being an, an absolute shellacking. And I, for one, am buying, quote unquote, the dip on the Niners. I know not necessarily you guys are, but I am. Um, I think the Niners pretty easily cakewalk this to the Super Bowl. Jason? Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not sold on Brock Purdy yet in the playoffs. And the two games he has played in the playoffs, he's looked pretty mediocre. Yeah. Last week, was it the rain? Maybe. I mean, three first half points. If he if he comes out and does this, there's a Lions team that this game could be over. I expect the Lions to run the ball in the first half and try to shorten up the game for them. They have a top five rushing offense in the league. It all depends on how Jared Goff plays. You know Dan Campbell's going to be aggressive in this game. So they're going to go down they're going to go down swinging and shame to to piggyback on you. Their secondary ranks last in expo- explosive pass defense allowed. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, <laughs> like fire up every anytime touchdown by Kittle yes. and yes. uh Iuke or something. But yeah, I expect this game to be a close game. I'm I'm actually praying this is going to be a close game. I think this this game is going to have a lot more fire firepower in it than the other one. Yeah, I you know, I I see both sides of the coin here. You know, I've been a I've I've been a truther on the San Francisco betting wagon all year. And they've only let me down like twice or three times or something like that. So, um, I, I do hope it is a good game. And part of me, like, is rooting for Detroit. You know, it's just I'm I'm rooting for that that underdog. You know, Dan Campbell. I love Dan Campbell, man. He's he's a player's coach. He's a fan's coach. He he. I don't know. He's very animated. So I really 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 like uh, Dan Campbell in the Detroit Lions. And the fact that they're here is. Pretty pretty freaking cool, you know. They're in the NFC Championship, so uh, yeah. I mean, it's going to be a good weekend of football. I just hope that they're good games and we see some fireworks in it. So, is there anything else you guys want to talk about before we jump in, Shane? Um, the only thing I can say is there have been a myriad of coaching hires, including oh, one yeah. Jim Harbaugh. Yep. And Dave Canales officially in as the Carolina Panthers head coach. Uh, I thought that that was a very interesting hire considering the fact that he's been tagged as the next quarterback whisperer. So, you know, maybe there's some, uh, maybe there's some life out there for Bryce Young. And also, real quick, Raheem Morris is the coach of the Atlanta Falcons. He is the new head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. No Bill Belichick. So where does Bill go? Vegas? Eagles. Eagles? No, <laughs> no, no. Probably, uh, I don't know. I mean, I heard Probably grum- Vegas, honestly. I heard grumblings that they were getting ready to prepare an offer for Antonio Pierce to have, to be the head coach. Those, uh, were, those were Washington. Just, those were just rumblings. Washington? I, God, why would you go to Washington? Sorry. Sorry, Commanders fans. Top pick. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was interesting that they signed Raheem uh, Raheem Morris uh, and uh, not Mike Vrabel yeah. or Bill Belichick. Yeah, what's going uh, on? Both of them were yeah, both of them were on the the short list. So was Dan Quinn. I feel like all three of those coaches 
I don't want to say are far superior, but are far superior. To yeah. Oh, they are. are. So I, I, I am so confused uh, <laughs> as to what happened uh, when he was the head coach for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It only lasted for two seasons. His record. 17 and 31 match. Yeah, what the heck? Why? Why? I mean, what? what is so... If I, was, if I was a fan of the Falcons, I'd be so pissed right now. <laughs> I mean, I don't understand that. That is that is very, very weird. But, um, you know, like I said, there's a lot of things to come. I do want to ask you a quick question before we jump into the segment. And both you guys can weigh in here. Eric Bieniemy, I have not seen any headlines or talks about him going to any head coaching interviews or anything like that. So what's the deal with him? Is he going to – I've heard some, again, just grumblings. They're not like facts or anything like that, but there's people saying that he kind of wants to go back to Kansas City as the offensive coordinator. I mean, I haven't heard nothing. I haven't heard nothing about him. We'll take him. Oh, yeah, we'll I'm sure. We'll take I'm, him. I'm sure. Have you guys – have you well, heard you don't like Matt Nagy? Oh, good night. Get the heck out of town, Matt Nagy. You gone. Just same as Matt Canada. Go on, get. Okay? Just get out of there. But what do you, what do you think about him? I mean, is he just not cut out to be uh, a head I mean, coach? I think that – I think he's just going to end up as the head coach of the, of the Washington Commanders, soon to be pending new name. Um, I, I don't necessarily know that – from what from what had been said when he was the Chiefs OC was that he doesn't interview well, and that there were a myriad of concerns about his philosophy to how he coaches players, um, which was interesting. So I think that it's going to be um, if he doesn't go to the Commanders, I think he maybe leaves and takes an OC position. Maybe with Philly. Oh, a little spice to that. Um, I, I I think that if they're going to hard reset and they don't advance the enemy, he has no reason to stay. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, I yeah, I think that it makes sense for them to hire him as the head coach. He's been there. He, he ran a good offense. He seems to be deserving of the role. That doesn't necessarily mean anything in the NFL, apparently. So, right. <laughs> um. It's wild. Yeah, I, th- it's wild. I think if he doesn't get the job, he'll he'll be moving on somewhere. Yeah, it all remains to be seen. But that being said, boys, let's go ahead and jump into the segment here. Welcome to the Poly Fade. All right, y'all. It is time. It is time for the betting side of things. Jason, take it away, big dog. So, guys, last week was kind of just 500. Uh, Matt, you and I tuned to Shane. Your player props did hit, but I'm not counting that for our game picks. So, your game picks did – you went three and three on those. So, hey, 500. We got two more weeks left. Matt, you do have a chance to get over 500 if you do go 3-0 and over these next two weeks. Shane, you could also do the complete opposite. So, hey, this is where we make our money right here. <laughs> it's money time. Um, yeah, so two games this week, guys. Um, who wants to start it off? 
Let me go first. I'm going to start this off. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to make a little switch on you. <laughs> I'm going to make okay. a little switch. Uh, the first game I am going to take, I am going to take Kansas City plus three and a half. I really do think that the, the Chiefs will go back to the Super Bowl. Again, uh, you know, Ravens fans, I'm sorry. Sorry I'm going against you. Uh, I'm a Steelers fan. Okay, So, I, number one, I hate the Ravens. Sorry. Sorry for you. But number two, I think the Chiefs defense can do, do what they need to do to contain Lamar Jackson. I really, really do. I know he's had a special year. The Ravens have had a special year. But I've seen those flaws. I've seen the flaws that the Ravens do have when they play really good defenses. And the Chiefs have an elite defense. If they show up to play, I think they can contain them enough to be able to have their offense score some points and win that game. I know Baltimore has a pretty decent defense, but the Chiefs last week, as we saw, as America saw, they played their best offensive game of the year, and it was playoff. It was a playoff push. They are going to have that same attitude, that same mentality for this week. They want to get back to the Super Bowl, and honestly, they probably want to prove all the people that have been talking crap the last six, seven weeks that they their offense isn't good, blah, blah, blah. They want to prove it wrong, and they want to get back to the Super Bowl. So I'm counting on Mahomes to lead his squad like he does every year and lead them back to the Super Bowl, and I'm going to take Kansas City plus three and a half. Second game, originally I had Detroit plus seven, and I don't hate that number, but as we were talking about the game, man, I've been riding Niners all year. I've been riding them all year, so I'm going to switch that pick from Detroit plus seven to the San Francisco 49ers minus seven. I have got to get some dubs here. I do think that San Francisco wins this game, and I do agree that this game will be somewhat close. So that's originally why I was on Detroit plus seven. But again, San Francisco, their offense is too dang powerful. It is too powerful. I don't think the the Detroit Lions playing in San Francisco will be able to hang uh, with the San Francisco 49ers offense. So give me San Fran minus seven. And then my last one, I am going to take the Chiefs-Ravens under 44 and a half. Uh, I, I, I like that number. So I'm going to take the under on that. It opened up, Shane said before the podcast, it opened up at 45. So I'm only losing a half a point here. And uh, that's not enough to scare me away. So I'm going to take the under 44 and a half here for the Chiefs-Ravens total. Love it. Shane? Well, let me just say, this is only the second time Patrick Mahomes has been an underdog in back-to-back games in his entire career. The only other time that he was an underdog in back-to-back games was his rookie season. He won both of those. He is 5-0 and against the spread in games where he is more than a three-point dog. And so we're riding the Mahomes train plus three and a half. Um, I'm going to call that my lock. And uh, as far as the Niners, you guys heard me beat the drum on that earlier in our segment. And, yeah, I'm definitely taking the Niners minus seven as well. Uh, And then I'm actually going to six-point tease both of those games and take the Niners and the Chiefs to the Chiefs to nine and a half and the Niners to uh, one-point favorites. Fun fact, Patrick Mahomes, in the 11 games that he has played in his career where he's an underdog, he is 11-0 on a 6-0 teaser. Crazy stuff. Um, additionally, here's a fun fact for you, again. 
if I say if Detroit wins, it would be the uh, tied for the fourth largest upset as far as spread goes in the history of the NFL championship, the conference championship series. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Really? Mm-hmm. Gosh, see, I'm gonna... it, doesn't, it doesn't seem like that would be that big of an upset. Yeah, uh, the largest upset was – I'm sorry, Matt. I have to do it to you. The Patriots versus the Steelers in wow, 2002. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> uh, and then the Ravens at the Patriots in 2013. Uh, the Giants over the Packers in 2008. And then the Bengals versus the Chiefs in 2022. Unfortunately, I'm a, our, my team's on the list too, Matt. So <laughs> I feel you. Uh, but, yeah, so – and then that was seven. The Bengals was seven. And so they'd be tied for four. Crazy stuff. Heck yeah. Jason? So, I'm not going to spend much time on just the breakdown of these games, but I'm going to rock the Lions plus seven. I like golf more than pretty in this matchup. I just, I'm going to go with the playoff experience here, and I'm going to ride with the hot hand. I like the Detroit story. Wouldn't it be awesome if they do end up making it to a Super Bowl? But. So cool. Yeah, I'm fading. Uh, basically, I'm just fading my original pick of the Super Bowl that I have down right now, just because, just to be safe, yeah. so I can hedge the bet. Um, then I'm going Chiefs plus three and a half. Mahomes as a dog, nine one and one, eight one and one last week. I I was pressed up against it about picking the Bills. Then here in that set, it's like you might as well just take the the points that you're getting with Mahomes and know that you're picking the better quarterback. So hopefully he's the better quarterback on Sunday and we'll see what happens. So Lions plus seven, Locke, Chiefs plus three and a half. And I, I really Dare do I like say that. an MVP quarterback? I really do. <laughs> no, he, he's not the MVP this year. I don't know. I don't know. You're telling me it's a team that is a myriad of not supposed to be the team and they're in the conference championship again. Yeah, it was. And he led the NFL in major statistical categories. So horrible to watch this year. And yet he still had the most passing yards in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, but they the, the right, Ravens have, have the be best pretty. team. Yeah, Ravens have the best team. That's what. It, but if, it but if Patrick through. wins, does it does it matter if they have the yeah. best team? It's a regular season stat. I bet or it's I a bet, regular season award. I bet they're going to give it to Lamar. That's yeah, my, that's there's, my there's no shot that Patty. I would put so much well, money on it. There's there's too much fatigue on Patrick, so I definitely think somebody else wins it this year. I think the most deserving candidate is CMC. Yeah, I can, I can agree with that too. I it's a quarterback award, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So I do agree with you guys that Lamar's probably going to get the MVP trophy, but I think it's more voter fatigue and less deserving this year. <laughs> I feel like there's a plethora of listen, players that like listen. Should be getting the MVP. Jason, Shane's just trying to start shit. That's all. That's all. No, I know. I know. (laughs) Um, Like, Patty Mahomes is not going to win the MVP this year. I really do like the – it would be really, really, really cool to see the Lions-Chiefs Super Bowl from a rematch from week one. You know, that would be actually really, really cool. But, um, like I said, it remains remains to be seen. 
Real quick, though, uh, I'm going to take a couple player props. I forgot to announce that earlier. Mm -hmm. I am taking Lamar Jackson under 65 and a half rushing yards. I'm taking Isaiah Pacheco. I'm going to keep riding him. And and if you want to know why I'm going to keep riding him, y'all go on to X and just look up all the memes of how this dude runs. Okay. It show, it's crazy. The Tasmanian devil. It looks like he's biting people. Like this dude is an angry MFer in the, in, and he's just a beast. So I'm going to take him over 63 and a half rushing yards. I'm giving Pacheco an anytime Tutty score. And I'm going Zay Flowers under 45 receiving yards. Those are my player props for this game. Those are the ones I'm fairly more confident about. Obviously, the CMC stuff. I would take him over his receiving total. Whatever, whatever his receiving total for CMC is, take the over. Because I think it's star- I think it's I think it's pretty low right now, to be honest. I don't know if you guys want to bet that. Um but it, I think it's under. I think it's pretty low. Have you, do you guys any any of you guys have that pulled up? Uh, CMC's rushing yards is currently eighty six and a half. What's his What's his receiving? receiving. I have uh, thirty five and a half. Yeah, I'm taking the over on that. I'm taking the over on the thirty five and a half for his receiving total right there. And those are my player props for this week. Shane, do you have any? Uh, I'm pounding the Pacheco drum again. Uh, it just makes too much sense. Uh, I would love to bet a Ravens running back, but which one? The bar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but, I, yeah, I can't because, yeah, there's just not a whole lot there. I'm actually pounding Jameer Gibbs uh, overs. Um, with how he ran the ball last week, I think it's impossible to think that he's not going to just absolutely feast. Right. And then uh, I'm also taking Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I've been doing this, like, for the past – since the Chiefs got in the playoffs, whenever they get into the playoffs, they run two running backs. I've been taking his over just every time. And I took it over 10. I like basically laddered it up and took it like over 10, over 15. And it hit both games. I'm going to continue to do that because for some reason, Vegas doesn't think that Clyde Dupertelaire is going to get the ball. And yet the Chiefs have proven they're going to get the ball. <laughs> and then uh, my additional one that's not weird is if Mark Andrews plays, you're taking his over receiving prop. Like, I don't, I don't, it's set at 35 and a half. If he plays, you're telling me Mark Andrews isn't going to catch more than three balls. That's insane. Right. Yeah, I like that too. Mm-hmm. Jason, do you have any? No, I'm on the games. I'm on the games. All right. Sounds good. Well, guys, that is going to wrap up today's episode of the podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed. Remember, guys, check us out on our socials. Go ask us any questions that you need. We are going to be there to answer for you. So, um, Have fun watching the games this weekend, AFC, NFC Championship. It's going to be a good time. And remember, man, be responsible when betting. Do your research, but have fun. Enjoy it. So with that being said, y'all know what to do. It's a red kingdom out here. Let's get it. Ooh, I'm excited for this weekend. We'll see what happens. Hey, have a good weekend, y'all. Yep. We love y'all to the moon and back. See you next episode. Bye-bye.